Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. Welcome everyone to Geraldine Tegelove Live. I'm Geraldine and, and I really am so excited to be here again with you today. My goodness, Easter has come and gone again, but I'm so pleased that the Easter Bunny remembered where I lived. <laughs> and I'm also very glad that he or she remembered that I only like dark chocolate and not the milk variety. <laughs> so, it, yes, it was a yummy time. But on a far more important note, during this wonderful season of the year, the Easter season, I also made sure that I really did contemplate what the symbolism and the significance of Easter means for me. You know, as with a lot of things, it's so easy to get caught up in the whole big marketing push around, oh, I don't know, hot cross buns and Easter eggs and holidays and yeah. And we forget that this season of the year is really all about new beginnings, rising above our challenges and struggles and really understanding that we have the power to start over in new and exciting ways. We have the power to um, let go of the old and literally spring into life. I know it's not spring in, on our side of the world, but it is spring in the northern hemisphere. And here in the south, uh, we're going into autumn or what some might call the fall. But regardless of what the season is, we can still spring into life. Now, this really does require each of us to choose a whole new level of consciousness, create a whole new awareness around ourselves and the world in which we live. Okay, and this is so good because this is our second week on the topic Say goodbye to failure and hello to success. <laughs> and this is absolutely the perfect time to make the decision to die to the old and rebirth yourself into a, a, a brand new way of living the happiness and the success that you deserve. Last week on the show, uh, I talked quite a lot about the absolute necessity for knowing what success means for you and having that very clear in your mind and your heart. As I mentioned numerous times, without a clear focus on what success means for you, then nothing much will happen. Without the goalpost set in place, 
you really just don't know where to kick the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, doesn't it? If you don't have the net or the, the goal pose or the goal ring or whatever it is, if that's not there, you cannot possibly do what you set out to do. So today, I'm going to focus on what you need to know to become crystal clear on your kind of success. And I know some people will be saying that they'd be happy, <clears throat> pardon me, with even little time success. <laughs> but as from today, I want everyone to set their minds and hearts on big time success and, and whatever that means to you. Okay, so for today, I'm going to focus on these areas, which are absolutely essential to creating fabulous outcomes. We're going to look at defining your unique brand of success, uh, what happens when we try to follow other people's footsteps, yeah, and how we go about that in the right way. We're going to look at understanding the difference between the creative plane and the competitive plane, and believe me, that is really, really important. Look at what it means to be of service, how to build your belief in what you offer the world. Then we're going to have a quick look at knowing your niche. Uh, that's the way we pronounce it here. I don't know whether you pronounce it niche or niche. Uh, and, you know, a, a little bit about not trying to be everything to everybody. And then we have one other little secret thing that I want to share with you as well, but I'm not going to tell you about that now. <laughs> You're going to have to wait till later. Yes. But today I still want to begin with our reading for this week. Um, and once again, I'm using the Alchemy for Now transformational cards. And you, as I've explained to you numerous times, you'll find pictures of these cards on my show page here at Toginet. Geraldine Tegelove Live, and these fabulous cards bring ancient alchemy into the modern-day world, and those ancient alchemists really knew and understood the success, the whole, um, I guess, um, idea or their paradigm around success was amazing. So what's alchemy? Alchemy is all about the art of transformation. So if you're wanting to transform that area, area of your life and say goodbye to failure and, and bring in more success, then you will just love these Alchemy for Now cards. So you can whiz over to my website at www.geraldinetegelove.com and uh, or you can come here to Toginet and on my show page, there's a pick there that you can click on. And it will take you to lots of information about these wonderful little cards. Yeah. And there's a guidebook, of course, that goes with it. And they can really help you understand where you're at and what you need to do to move forward in life. Now, I'm shuffling the cards and I'm going to choose our first card for today. Okay. Ah, interesting. Our first card is the card of the rose. Universal love is what this card is all about. Now, the rose has been in existence for at least 35 million years. 
And the symbol of the rose was one of the most inspiring of symbols to the alchemists of old. The single rose symbolized that deeply sacred, mystical place found within the center of all people, the heart. It was within this beautiful space, free from all attachments, that the alchemist abandoned any traces of ego and became one with his or her true self. Now, because of this, the rose also indicated a code of secrecy and silence amongst the alchemists of old. If roses were found hanging from the ceiling, wherever you went, then everyone understood that whatever was discussed during meetings in that room was to remain a secret. Just as it did in ancient times, the rose still symbolizes love, gentleness, gratitude and appreciation. Now, this beautiful symbol of the rose is reminding you today to visit that mystical loving space within your heart and discover the all-embracing universal love. When you step out of physical limitations and allow universal love to fill every tiny cell of your being, uh, you will recognize your pure essence, the magnificent you. Now, love comes in many forms, but this card is focused on you, loving yourself enough to spend time in your heart of hearts, to feel the love and to listen to its messages. Be gentle on yourself and know that your petals are unfurling in the most beautiful ways. Wow, that is a, is a perfect reading for today. And you'll understand as we go through today's uh, show. Yes, oh my goodness, I'm always blown away by the cards that come out. Now, let's look for our second card. <laughs> Why am I laughing? Because the card I've chosen is the Emerald Tablet. And the wording on this card says, Key to Success. Okay, the Emerald Tablet was believed by the alchemist to date back to the beginning of time. And Hermes was the author of this profound work. Alchemists recognized the Emerald Tablet as the one and only guide towards creating unity with the one mind of the universe, or we might call that God. They also believed that within this beautiful emerald green crystalline tablet lay hidden all the knowledge needed to guide both their physical work within the laboratory and their spiritual transformation. The writings of the emerald tablet were organized into seven rubrics. Each contained profound knowledge and wisdom that could only be recognized after much searching within and deep reflection on the part of the alchemist. Then, by living this powerful knowledge and wisdom, the alchemist achieved the much sought-after physical and mental spiritual transformation. Now, the Emerald Tablet has appeared to you today with a beautiful message of inspiration and empowerment. Your sparkling green crystal tablets are disguised as your values. Your values are the powerful inner driving forces behind all that you do. Then give you your passion for life. And they put you in the driver's seat of your journey. 
without values, your life has no real meaning or purpose. But with values, chaos turns to order and success is achieved. It's time for you to make a list of your top seven values and then check if you're currently living by these or living by values placed on you by others. Okay, you've got the message. Two amazing readings for today and so in alignment with what we're doing. Now, after the break, I'm going to share so much with you about how you can step into the perfect success that is really right for you and you alone. So don't go away. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's words you've never heard. Have you heard about Mel and Joy Schwanke, a Nebraska couple that have worn matching outfits for the last 35 years? Apparently, they have over 140 matching outfits, all custom-made, which typically match her dress with his tie. The couple is a match made in heaven. Neither one of them can remember the exact date they started this quirky tradition, but they both contend it's one of the elements that have held their marriage together an impressive 65 years. What do you call a marriage between well-matched people? Nomagamosis. Mr. and Mrs. Schwanky say that Velcro connects them because they do everything together. If you like doting on your wife with excessive fondness, you would be uxorious. And a woman who is excessively devoted to her husband is maritorious. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. Osteoporosis affects 10 million people in the U.S. and is described as a generalized loss of bone density, causing skeletal weakness. When the amount of bone falls below a certain threshold, fractures occur with little or no trauma. There are 206 bones in your body, and every one is crucial to staying active and pain-free as you age. Exercise is one of the most beneficial things you can do for your bones. Choose weight-bearing exercises, especially weightlifting, to keep your bones strong and to prevent bone loss. To improve bone density, the key is to keep your feet on the ground, such as walking, running, or aerobic dance. The impact of your heel hitting the floor sends a vibration through your skeleton that stimulates cell growth in the bones. Exercise helps prevent bone loss. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Like us on Facebook. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. Woohoo! Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. And today we are into the second week of a three-week series on, oh yes, say goodbye to failure and hello success. (laughs) A great topic to cover and it's not too late in the year for you to really grab hold of this and run with it. You know, sometimes we set those wonderful goals in January and we think, right, now we're set for the year. And then the months just kind of whiz by and nothing seems to happen and we're left wondering why. So 
I suggest you really connect to these three shows and I'm sure there will be at least one little gem that you'll grab hold of and run with to help you create the success this year that you're really searching for. Because remember, also, what we seek is seeking us at the same time. So let's go for it, everyone. (laughs) Most definitely. So where do we begin? Now, remember at the start of the show today, I said we were going to look first at defining your unique brand of success. Now, this is huge because if we don't get this right, then we're going to be kind of floundering around a little bit and not really knowing where we're headed or what we're doing. So this helps to put those goalposts in place and, you know, set them up so they're strong and firm and we know exactly where we're headed. (laughs) So the first little suggestion I have here, or it's not a little suggestion, it's a big suggestion. First thing we have to do is know your values. I mean, we all have values that drive our engines. Oh my goodness, and that was in our reading today. Yeah. If you're attempting to create success that is not in alignment with your deepest values, well, it's just never going to happen. Or if it does, you will never fairly, really feel comfortable or happy with what you've achieved. I mean, I know we're always uh, wanting to expand and grow, but there are certain um, little goalposts along the way that when we get there, we go, wow, you know, I've got there and, I, and I've created this success for myself, so what's next? But if we don't do this, then it simply won't feel right and it'll slip away from you. It's so important to write out what success looks like for you. And then beside this, write out your top five values. Then every time you take a step towards your unique success and something doesn't feel quite right, I can pretty much guarantee that it will be about whatever you are doing that is not matching your values. Now, can values be changed? Of course they can. And we can lift them up to the top of our list and really focus on them. Uh, For instance, if uh, you're wanting success in the financial areas of your life, well then, if you don't have a value of you know, wanting wealth or creating wealth in your life, well, it pretty much isn't going to happen. So really, really define those values and make sure they're in alignment with what you see or define as your success. Now, no one else can do this for you. You have to do it for yourself. Yeah. Now, the next thing is to know your gifts and talents. We all have these, and when we're working within these gifts and talents, we are naturally within that beautiful flow of success. We can't help not be. It just is a natural flow-on effect. Sometimes in creating your success, it takes making sure that whatever you may be working at is really allowing you to express those fabulous gifts that you arrived with. Because we all arrived with amazing, unique, 
uh, talent and one-of-a-kind gifts. So we really have to figure those out. And how do you do that? Well, you sit and contemplate, ask spirit to guide you. What is it that you do really well? And sometimes it takes asking other people, what am I good at? What, what do you, you know, if you were recommending me for something, what would you say I was good at? What are my unique gifts and talents? And if you ask some uh, people who know you and love you, they will tell you the truth. <laughs> they will guide you in beautiful ways. Next know is know your strengths and weaknesses. The great part about knowing this is that you don't need to be great at everything. As long as you know your strengths, then you can find others who pick up and do those things that you're not so good at. I know myself. I have a very creative mind and I'm great at writing. I'm great great at um, sharing what I've learned through my journey in life. I'm good at speaking. I'm good at those sorts of things. But when it comes to marketing, I am absolutely useless. I've tried. Yep. (laughs) So I make sure that I have someone doing that for me. I work with them on that. But I tap into their talent, their gift as uh, in marketing to help me do what I want to do. It just makes sense to do this because then I no longer get stressed about it and everything works so much better. So may I suggest you sit down and figure out your strengths and your weaknesses, okay, and then work within that. Know your beliefs. So if you're holding beliefs that are really about the world view of success that we talked about last week, rather than the individual unique success that we're chatting about today, then maybe it's time to change them. How do you go about this? Well, start with sorting out what you no longer want to believe about yourself and about your business and about your products or your services and then jot down the opposite Okay, this works every time. You'll figure out what your beliefs need to be. Then set the intention that these are your new beliefs and begin to affirm them over and over and over again until your mind and your heart work in sync with your brand new belief system. Believe me, your head will always try to take you back. That's the ego at work. You know, that little mind chatter that tells you you're not good enough or what you offer is not good enough or whatever. People won't want you or, uh, you know, the mind goes on and on. But once your heart takes over, the mind won't get a say. So what I try to do now, I start in the heart. I leave the mind out of it and I go straight to the heart and set the intention within my heart uh, around what I want to achieve. And boy, that works fast, big time. (laughs) Yeah, it does. And the last no is know clearly 
what you see is the perfect success for you. I know I'm harping on this, but it's so, so important. You know, is it having a high-powered director's position in a large company or being a stay-at-home mum or dad and caring for the home and the children? Is it speaking on stage to a cast of thousands who hang on every word you say or speaking to a small community group that would love to have you share your expertise on how to grow veggies? I mean, is it making millions or simply having the house paid off and enough to take the family camping? Now, I could go on and on forever giving examples of what you may see as your success. But in reality, it is only you who can make that choice. No one else can do it for you. Okay? So there's lots of lots of information there for you and lots of things for you to do. Now, there is one final no, and this is so important too. Know clearly the difference between a dream a goal and a wish. There is a big difference. A dream is a strong desire. This is something that you think about often and you get very excited about it every time you think about it, even if it's for a fleeting moment. (laughs) It's like a burning desire that you have inside of you and it never really goes away. Every time you think about it, As I said, you can't help but feel happy and excited. But this is also often something that you keep inside you and don't share with anyone except perhaps your closest friend. Okay? Someone who's happy to listen and not judge as to whether you can achieve it or not. The sad part is that a dream can often be hidden away for so long that you forget it's there. So it's time to bring it out. Now, goals, these are what you set in place to actually achieve your dream. These are the action steps that you take every day to make sure you're working towards achieving greater results. Within every single dream you dare to dream, there must be goals, big goals and little goals that you work at every day. This is the practical side of it, okay? Now, a wish is really often talked about as wishful thinking. You have a dream and you may have even set a goal or two to achieve it, but you don't actually take any action. So what do you do? You simply sit and wish it would happen. You hope it will happen. You even get excited about what it'd be like when your dream comes true, but you don't do what has to be done to make it a reality. The truth is, if you don't take action on a dream, You have to ask yourself, is it really something you want to see happen in your life? Or is it simply something that it would be nice if it did happen? Only you know the truth. And in truth, all that really matters is what feels right and perfect for you. For what some may seem as achieving very little you may see as achieving enormous results. Okay, after the break, I have got so much more to share with you. So everybody, do not go away. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. 
Have you ever butt-dialed someone accidentally? According to a report, for every 100 calls made to 911 this year, about 40 were dialed unintentionally. Recently, a mother in Canada called police after receiving a nightmarish cell phone call from her daughter, filled with blood-chilling screams and a man shouting murderous threats. Police discovered that the girl was at a movie theater in Victoria. Anticipating the worst, the cops were preparing to descend on the cinema when a dispatcher tried calling the girl's cell phone one last time. The girl answered her phone and explained she was not being attacked by a murderer, but was watching the horror film Cabin in the Woods. What do you call the activity of being impolite in a social situation by looking at your phone instead of paying attention to the person you are with? Fubbing. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. There is a definite difference between wanting to exercise and actually doing it. The National Center for Health Statistics recently revealed a study that found that 63% of Americans believe that exercise will make them healthier, leaner, and less stressed, but they still don't do it. Remember, 64% of Americans are overweight or obese, so you can see the direct correlation here. If you find that you are lacking the motivation to really get with it and get on an effective exercise program, help is on the way. As a personal trainer, I tell my clients to dive in full force. Buy books and magazines about exercise and healthy eating. Make a plan for when you are going to exercise every day. Schedule it on your calendar. Hire a personal trainer or find a friend who has similar goals and meet with them several times a week. Being accountable to someone else increases your motivation. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. You are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live, and if you have just joined us, this is the second in a series of three shows and I'm sharing with our listeners some great ideas to get you swimming in success and saying goodbye to the, the failure that you perceive around you or in your life. Many people find this a difficult thing to do, but it, I promise if you follow the su- suggestions that I made in last week's show and today's show, and there's more to come next week, you'll find that life will start to flow in so many wonderful ways and you'll begin to see fabulous results that miraculously appear in your life. Now, if you would like to listen to The Complete Show and lots of others, then you can download them all for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live under podcasts or you can come here to Toginet, T-O-G-I-N-E-T dot com. And listen or download from my show page, page, sorry, and you can also find them on my website. So no excuse. Let's say get saying goodbye to failure and hello to success. Now, there are still a number of understandings that I want to share with you today that will help you move in the direction of your very own unique kind of success. And I think I could safely say that Any person who has experienced ongoing sustainable success will tell you that these are all really important in moving forward. 
Now, the first thing I want to have a, a quick chat about, and I'm going to do more about this next week, but um, this is a, a question, I guess. What, what happens when you try to follow in the footsteps of others? Well, when I was setting my sails towards creating my success, I was given um, some advice by quite a number of people and it was this, just find someone who has achieved what you wish to achieve and simply do exactly what they've done and you will automatically be a success. Now, at the time, I thought, well, this is pretty fabulous advice. But as time moved on, I discovered that this wonderful advice was maybe not as wonderful as it first seemed. <laughs> no. You see... I needed to find out along the way that we can walk in another's footsteps, but we certainly don't need to wear their shoes, <laughs> if you get my drift. Yeah. What do I mean by this? Well, we must put on, uh, put our own unique stamp on everything that we do if we wish to create amazing outcomes. We can certainly duplicate many of the steps that they've taken. But unless we eventually do it in our own unique way, it's not really going to produce the results that we're seeking. Why not? Because we must always, always, always understand that each of us have come to this planet to bring and share our one-of-a-kind giftedness. And unless we do this, we will never feel truly fulfilled. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit more about this next week because this is so important. Yeah. So I'll just leave it at that for today. And as I said, I'll cover off on this a little bit more next week. Good. Now, the other thing that successful people know is that it is essential to work on the creative plane of life and not the competitive plane. Why? Because this is a creative thinking universe, which is constantly seeking expression of more. It wants more life, more beauty, more prosperity, more health, more wealth, and more success. Okay? And as we are immersed in and we are part of this universal thinking substance, it's a natural urge within all things, including you and I, to also want to create more on the creative plane. Now, we have to get out of our minds that it is somehow wrong to want more of everything. It's perfectly okay. In fact, it's what we're meant to do, all right? Because we are creative thinking centers. And unless we are expressing this through living more abundance each and every day, we're basically dying. We're going backwards, okay? We can create anything that our heart desires whenever and wherever we want to. Now, what does this mean? Well, this means that we have to step out of the competitive plane because there is, we don't need you know, to compete. There's more than enough for all of us. So we have to remove any type of competitive thinking or acting. 
living on the competitive plane is all about competing with others. People who don't, uh, who do this, don't understand that there's more than enough for all. It's also about having power over others and working at monopolizing business to the point that they control prices and wages. Now, that's kind of big time out there, but that's what's been happening. Those on the competitive plane live in fear of everything being taken from them. And believe me, eventually it is, because universal law states that we must work on a creative plane, not a competitive plane. Now, this attitude or way of living on the competitive plane very quickly moves people away from success and the happiness it brings. Um, so I just want to make it clear that living in a creative mode of operation is essential to the creation of true happiness and success and to saying goodbye to failure. It's all about understanding that there is more enough for all, everything. Okay, so let's get out of that competitive plane and let's plant our feet firmly in the creative plane. Fabulous. Now, what's the next thing that I'd really love to share with you? This is, and this is another one that uh, successful people will tell you about all the time. And it's about being of service to others. Now, this is definitely not about going out into the world and being a servant or being someone's doormat. I do not mean that at all. No, that is certainly what I would not consider being of service. What I'm talking about here is one of the grace laws of the universe, which says that we must first give in order to receive. This is uh, known as the law of compensation, or to some it might be the law of attraction. And there's a couple of ideas here which are really good to understand. I always love to call it the law of compensation because that to me, compensate means what I give, I will compensate by receive, be compensated, I should say, by receiving. Okay? Law of attraction kind of sets up an ideal that, um, you know, what we, we attract into our lives, who we are, or I, I just, I prefer the law of compensation because it makes it very clear and easy that what we give out, we get back. And it's in the giving that we receive. Now, the most exciting part to this is that when we give, we always get back multiplied. Now, remember, this works in both positive and negative ways. So, for instance, or for example, if you produce a product in your business which is second rate and you go about marketing it as being the biggest and the best, then eventually the universal law will catch up with you and things will go mm, in a negative direction. On the other hand, if you produce a product or a service that you know really helps people and you know in your heart that you've priced it well for your own benefit and for the buyer, then it will succeed. It has to. That's just the way it works. Now, the second thing is that 
the more you be of service to others, the more you feel great about your life and about yourself. Okay? And now the more you feel great about life and about you, the more the universe will bring to help you even feel better and better. And of course, feeling great, feeling a success brings more success to you. I hope you're getting the picture, everyone. It's a continuous cycle. And what a fabulous cycle it is. Okay. Now, the next thing, going on from that, really, is know your, um, or knowing or having great belief in what you offer the world is something that is really fabulous. It's you and it's unique and it's going to really serve in wonderful ways. Now, this is really all about knowing who you are at the core of your being, that you are perfection itself and that you have come to this lifetime with a unique gift to offer and it's only you who can do just that. I mean, how amazing is this? The same way you have a unique fingerprint, you have a unique offering. The trick is to grow your understanding around this and believe that what you offer is brilliant and wonderful and amazing and every other type of adjective you could use to describe your gift in positive ways. Why don't you believe this? Because we've been taught for so long that to love self is wrong and to love our gifts and talents is also wrong. Is it any wonder that our self-worth and self-esteem have disappeared from our lives, oh my goodness, and from everyone around us. So it is essential that you begin to believe in you and what you have to offer. This becomes much easier if you're living and loving what you do. Okay? Time to put aside all that others, what others have told you and know about you with, you know, any doubt. Put doubt aside and just go with it. Know in your heart that what you've come to offer is perfect and wonderful. Woohoo! This is good. We're going to break again, everybody. And I've still got a couple of things that I really want to share with. So just hang tight. Don't go away because I don't want you to miss out on this. There is just a couple of other little things that are very, very important. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. It's words you never heard. Did you know that one in five car crashes happen during the process of looking for a parking space? Do you typically take the first base you see or circle around looking for a better spot? Richard Cassidy, a professor of engineering at the University of Arkansas, proposes that it takes longer for people who circle looking for the best spot to get to their destination than those who pick the first spot they see. In other words, you keep moving towards the finish line while the other guy ends up chasing his own taillights. But what do you do about the skillamalink? That's the shady person who slips into your spot when they knew darn well you were waiting for it. I really don't like parking garages. 
However, not finding a spot to park in a parking garage is wrong on so many levels. It's words you never heard. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Man cannot live by bread alone. He must have his peanut butter. Peanut butter is a pate of childhood, and it's not just for kids as dogs love it too. Last night I gave my dog a pill hidden in peanut butter. What's a word for a messy concoction that helps the medicine go down? Sliver sauce. Mice apparently prefer peanut butter to cheese when it comes to luring them into the trap. But there are even more practical uses for peanut butter. Peanut butter contains natural oils, which makes it perfect for removing all kinds of sticky things, like gum stuck in your shoe or in your hair. What's a word for the fear of peanut butter sticking to the roof of your mouth? Arachibutophobia. And according to Barry Goldwater, if you don't mind smelling like peanut butter for two or three days, peanut butter is a darn good shaving cream. It's marching day. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelove continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelove. We are back, and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live Saying goodbye to failure and welcoming success can be a challenge. I know from experience, oh my goodness me, it certainly can. But using even just a few of the ideas that I'm sharing with you during this three-week series will really see your life changing in exciting ways. So (laughs) just, you know, even if you have a little bit of doubt, just try a few on for size and see how you go. Just watch what happens. Yeah, it's a great way to go. Now, I've got two more little ideas to share with you before the end of the show today. But before we do that, uh, I want to... um, Share with you a meditation song. Now, why do I always do this? Why do we always have time for a meditation? Because meditation helps us to get out of our head and into our heart. It helps us to just shut down that little mind for a while and really just focus inward and have a listen Now, today, the song I'm using for our meditation is called Just Let Go, because if we want to say goodbye to failure and hello to success, then we're going to have to say goodbye to a few things that we have been living. And this song helps us to understand that, yes, it is difficult to do, but we can do it, okay? So, what I'd love you to do is take the time. Don't skip through this. Take the time to sit quietly, listen to the words, listen to the music, and just contemplate, okay, what do I need to let go of in my life to open a space for success to appear? So, right now, let's have a listen to Just Let Go.
really great song for us to stop and think. Yeah, you know, the uh, the truth is, if we don't take the time to figure out what we do need to let go of, sometimes the universe takes hold of it and we're forced to do it. And from personal experience, it's not a lovely place to be. <laughs> so may I humbly suggest that we all get to work on figuring out, okay, what do I need to clear out of my life so that I can create that beautiful vacuum or space to allow new things to happen or come in. It's a, a really important place to be. Okay, so I said I had two more little things that I needed to share with you. Now, the first one is to know your niche or your niche, whichever way you pronounce it. Don't try to be everything to everybody. And may I suggest here that you look at your experiences in life and use those as your springboard. You know, we all have a unique story to tell. And within that story, there are hiding some beautiful little gems that are truly worth gold when it comes to you creating your success. Now, finding these gems is quite a simple process, but a very powerful process. So what I always suggest to people is this. You get a lovely big sheet of paper, and on that sheet of paper, you kind of draw out a, a timeline, beginning at your birth and continuing right up until now. And on that timeline, you divide it up into perhaps five years or 10 years or, you know, into segments. And you highlight all the major happenings that happened within your lifespan. Now, both positive and negative, I want you to put on that timeline. You know, your successes, your failures, your challenges, maybe your aha moments, life-changing moments, turning points, uh, empowering moments. You know, anything that you feel is significant within that, uh, that life or that timeline, okay? Then go back and, and circle the standout moments, the moments that have been defining moments in your life, the moments that you feel perhaps are unique to you, what happened. And once you've done this, then it's time to ask yourself three little questions that truly have the potential to change your life in massive ways, allowing you to say goodbye to failure and create the success you have always desired. So what are they? So the first question, when you look at your timeline now that you've got it all done out in front of you, what part of my story would other people also be experiencing? Then the next question, is there a niche market of people I could help within this experience? And the last question, what are the potential ways in which I could reach these people? Three little questions, but boy, I promise you, if you answer those truthfully and honestly, then everything will begin to shine. Today's note to self says, be true to self or being true to self allows the light of awareness to shine through perceived failure and focus on success. Yeah, it's a big thing to do. So really take the time to do this. 
because quite often, you know, um, workshops will come out of it. Uh, maybe writing a book will come out of it. Maybe speaking about it will happen. It's just so many things that can come out of you being truthful with yourself and knowing how your niche or what's happened to you. Now, the last little thing I want to share with you today, it's not a little thing, it's a big thing, (laughs) is about being open to change. You know, a closed mind and a closed heart is probably never going to allow you to reach your full potential. Remember that world-famous quote, be the change you wish to see in the world. So many people sit uncomfortably in discomfort and never actually open themselves to any sort of change, which naturally helps keep, you know, it ties them to the same old, same old. And success eludes those never open to change. It's just a natural thing that happens, I'm afraid. So we don't want to do that. We want to remember, say goodbye to failure and hello to success. Okay, it's been a fabulous time today sharing with you, everyone. I hope you've got lots of fabulous information out of today's show. I'm sure if you think about it, there'll be something there that you can use. Now, until next week, I want to wish you all a million best blessings of happiness and love and peace. And all I need to say now is bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not?